welcome to the Take Back Your Home podcast, where you'll get the tools and inspiration to reclaim your identity and sanity at home. I'm Lee Waters. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining me. Rebecca Wright, I guess I could say. You are. She's Rebecca Wright, because she's always right. And she's our guest for this season. You'll see her on at least half the episodes. So I'm a professional interior designer here in the greater Richmond area. I went to school for interior design. And Rebecca, besides being my friend... Anything else you want to add about who you are? Um, what do you? Why just, are you here? What are you I doing? I just love my home. And yeah. I want to love the home that I'm in right now. Yeah. I just need help. And so she's taking <laughs> my course called Take Back Your Home and sharing her experience about it on this podcast. So now that we have those intros out of the way, last episode, episode one, I shared a little bit about my journey in creating a course called Take Back Your Home. And this podcast is a way of distilling the information in that course um, to reclaim our identities and sanities at home. Um, and the talk through the real world application. Yeah. Actually taking that course and making it work. Yes. That's why Rebecca's here. She is taking the course. She is in progress or in process, both, I guess. And she is sharing her reactions to it because I created it but I also do this every day. So she's making sure that it's easy and like doable. So she's sharing. So last week we shared her, the first module called module zero as in like the origin of all. So she, I don't know if you want to share, actually let's have you share. Like what did you accomplish and learn in module zero about? So I learned that the room that I had set up was non-functional. It was, it really was just a storage room for furniture and I needed it to be functional. I needed it to be useful and I needed it to be beautiful. And cozy, you said. And cozy. Yeah, always really been, important to you. I'm like a mama bird that like is always putting feathers in yeah. her nest. Go listen so, to episode one because you had yeah. some really, like you had some good examples of how you knew that it had to be cozy and layered. Yeah. Um, from your life experience. So that was great. Okay. So I know you recently moved, you're renting your home. You want it to feel like you could be there forever. Right. Um, even though, you know, you've rented your whole marriage, you were saying. And so it's like always been important to you. And I obviously respect that as an interior designer, um, because I know just how important our environments can be. So I asked you to take the course and reflect on it on this podcast before you moved. Right. And then you kind of right. unexpectedly moved. Unexpectedly. So I'm sure this timing has been intense. No, it's it's been very good because So a good intense. Yes. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't really into the re- the previous rental I was yeah. in. I wasn't really into it. I I didn't love the space and this place we've moved into. Yeah. I love the space. Yeah. And I love how I can see the I can see the lake from yeah. my living room. That's I love nice. that. I just I love this one room that I'm focusing on right now. I'm so excited to yeah. get this has this was I mean, okay, out of the two modules, this was my favorite module that I've done so, so far. So far, there's more to come. Because I love Sorry. the layout. I just I'm so excited. Okay. It's silly, but I'm excited no. about well, I sat in it after you figured out what you needed to do. So that's what module one is. That's the second module. It's called, we go from module zero, where we determine these feelings that we need in the space, how we want to feel in the space. And then module one is called layout. And 
I mean, did you have a reaction to that word, like layout? Like, did you think, like, well, what is she? Like, I, I'm not, I don't measure. So, okay. anti And I, <laughs> a little bit, uh, I'm getting better at it. I measuring also, day later. <laughs> I have, I, you gave me a measuring tape and I've actually used it yeah. a lot. Good. A lot. Oh, good. So, I did, the, my reaction to layout, that's what I'm answering. Yeah, yeah. So, that was, I've always felt like I could visualize something and mm -hmm. just lay it out. Mm -hmm. But I really couldn't with this room because mm. I had a lot of furniture yeah. that I wanted to all work in there. Yeah. I'm not in a place where I'm buying new stuff because yeah. I like what I have. Right. But I needed to not have my husband necessarily have to move it 50 times. Right. I wanted to get it in place get it in the right place. Let it stay there. Almost the first time. Yeah. And we did two times, but. But no, that's. Yeah. It's, it's the moving, yeah. like that. When the first time you did I it, have. you hadn't done the layout module, right? No, I hadn't. And, and so I you were like, it. we have to put the furniture somewhere. Right. And so you did that. Right. So I wouldn't even say you like, you did do it technically it was just twice. Down. Yeah. Husband would swear that he did it swear. twice. Yeah. But as far as the course is concerned, you really were able to put the plan in place, move the pieces right. there, and like and I'm not moving, and I, they're done. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, I'm so excited about love the layout that. of this space. I when I sat there, it, it feels good. Yeah, yeah it I feels love it. good because we're yeah. neighbors, we're friends, and I went over to Rebecca's house, and I was like, yeah, you you know, you nailed your layout. Like it's, yeah. it's great. It's got all the functionality yeah. that you need. And, and I think that's something that people don't understand about design is we are visual beings. Um, even if we're auditory learners, like unless you have vision issues where you can't see you, you know, it's one of our senses, we're going to utilize it. And we are very visual. I'd say vision and touch are like probably the senses that we use the most, you yeah. know? And so people start with the visual and they think this is how I want to, this is how I want the room to look. And so yeah. they jump into, I like this color, so I'm gonna paint the walls right. and I like right. this sofa line. And so I'm right. gonna buy this sofa and it's it's not right. Like it's, no. it's not the right order. Sometimes you get blessed with like a layout that is just so proportionally great that you can put like maybe one year you're like, I'll switch out the sofa and get a sectional and just take that chair out and, and you luck out. But for the most part, 99.9% .9 of the time, right. we need to measure these things. Absolutely. And that's what I do as a professional. And Absolutely. that's what this course is, is teaching the same process that I use with clients to course participants. Because I would never buy a $12,000 sectional for a client without knowing 110% right. sure it's going right. to fit, right? right? And so maybe you're not in the market for a $12,000 sectional, but it doesn't matter what your budget is. It's your right. hard-earned money right. and it's your, you know, whoever's moving the furniture, it's their back and right. they don't want to do it 50 right. times. And so you, yeah, you want to get it right. You do. And you talk about um, measuring. It's a matter of inches on whether or not something's going to work in your room. Yeah. Like, um, I've already referenced my coffee table, my fabulous coffee table, yeah. but I felt like it was way too big for the room. But when we changed the color to a lighter color, mm -hmm. um, and it really did the visual presence, right? Because it settled. blended into yeah. this huge couch. And so it felt like yeah. a lot bigger mm -hmm. piece of furniture, mm -hmm. but when the measurements were done, it felt right. Yeah. And when I was going through your module, the first module, I was taking notes in the little book. I was taking notes on what I was going to do. And I was really kind of intent on 
flipping my couch the other direction. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you're saying before the layout module? Be, no, while I was doing the layout oh, module. Oh, yes. Okay. You before were kind of I measured. Predicting this is right. what's going to be I was taking what's notes like um, measure the couch. You're going to maybe want to flip it. Measure the coffee table. So I took all these notes and then I, at the end of the module, I went in and I measured my stuff and I yeah. realized that you, I actually couldn't have flipped my couch. Yeah. You gave some really good guidelines and I highlighted them in yeah. there about measurements yeah. of how far your sofa needs to be from your coffee table. So that to me, I'm very visual about, yeah. but it really is important for, you really need to be able to make that clearance. Yeah. So I- Yeah, walking yeah. clearance. Also, yeah. how easy is it to lean out and put your, your coffee mug down right. or a book down or your cell phone down? Like, where is the surface so that I can right. clear it with my legs, but also be able to reach it with my arm? How far do I want to sit down? And people are like, oh, great. She's losing me. There's math and interior design. But it's not hard it math. Yeah. It's, it's subtraction, addition. Right. And you can pick inches or feet. I like inches because it's one number versus yeah. like a foot plus inches because you do not skip the inches. If you tell me, well, my room's 12 feet and I find out it's 12 foot eight right, inches, different. it's a big difference. That yeah. eight inches could be all we need, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. truly. And, and right. it sounds silly, but if you're listening to this, you probably are taking notes. I hope yeah. you're taking notes because it's not silly. It yeah. will save you when you buy that $3,000, $6,000 sofa, or even or haul the, it off Facebook Marketplace. Right. The frustration and your husband or your home. partner's like, we're not doing this again. This better fit. And you're like, I've, I've been there. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, yeah. I'm a little bit on a furniture. But sometimes it's the wife, ban. not to like hate on I'm husband, a little bit on the furniture ban right now. No more moving furniture for a while. So I'm settling into this yeah. room. And, you know, as yeah. I move the modules, yeah. the heavy stuff is done. I love it. Yeah. Well, and it's done on paper. Yes. So. Done on paper yeah. and computer without having to use up time. There's all sorts of resources. Right. We have financial resources, time resources, back and muscle resources, right? And just like your overall desire starts to wane after a while. Even if it you does. love it, you're like, I right. can't keep figuring out the logistics of I'm picking up this thing off Facebook and then I got to right. call Johnny who's going to get lend us the truck and then right. you know right. it's all the things and I got to sit on the side porch for a day while it <laughs> airs out and whatever the thing is right so there's you got to respect your resources and the more efficient we can be with the not as fun things like the math, right. the more energy and time and resources we have for the fun the more fun stuff I think well, I like did. The visual I actually thought that I had a lot of furniture in my room, mm -hmm. but when I did the layout, I could see that if I deleted one chair, yeah. <laughs> my husband did have to move that chair. Um, if I moved that one chair, I got to add in a new piece of furniture mm -hmm. that I had never mm -hmm. purchased before. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited yeah. to have it. And then I have more places to display, display. some of my pretty things. Yes, because you so, have a lot of pretty things. Yeah, so yeah. I took that opportunity when we did that layout yeah. to make sure that piece of furniture worked there right. before I bought it. Yes. And then I had the measurements. I do a lot of real just buying things on impulse. Yes. And then I have to figure out where they go. You're like, this is a great price, right. the quality, I know that brand, right. like I love the lines. I love this. Trust yeah. me, I have to restrain, even right. even me as a professional, I'm like, okay, is this a good proportion where sometimes I buy things to have on hand for clients, but even then I have to think, is this a proportion that works easily? A lot of these super deep chairs mm -hmm. that like restoration hardware sells them and other companies I'm going, who has room for, I mean, we work with clients that often their homes are 
like at least a million dollars. And um, you would think they would have room. Yeah. But the proportions of some of these chairs, how deep they are, you're like, right. no, they don't have room. We right. were always looking for like mm, the seat depth, which is the part from like, I know you can't see my hands, but like from the front of the chair or sofa to the back. So from here to there, that's the seat depth. That needs to be deep enough for the right. people in your house. But the overall depth from the front to the very back, that doesn't have to be that deep. Um, and so... Yeah, there's some chairs that are like 42 inches deep. And I'm going, who who has room for this? And then they put them on a swivel and you're like, you yeah. need 360 degrees right. in that room. All so there. yeah, so yeah, measuring saves the resources it and does. you can get more furniture in yeah. a space, which often we need. It's often not just the people that live at the house. There's a friend or whoever. So we need at least a few extra seats often. And we need places to store all the ugly stuff and display the pretty stuff and right. do it in a way that just looks cohesive. And so awesome. we did, remember we talked to a friend this week who had gone to an Airbnb that online yeah. looked beautiful. Oh, yes. This like is a good she story. She just yeah. loved it. And their whole family gathered from all over the U.S. and converged on this Airbnb. I think they were like in California or something. But they came from the yeah. East Coast. Only to find. Nowhere to sit. Not enough seats. Not enough seats. get cozy. There were the beds for the heads, but nowhere to sit and congregate. There were not enough seats for the bums. And or what I've found is a lot of um, people would rather not buy used items of upholstery. They're like, I just I just couldn't. And you're like, well, go ahead and buy that cheaper made or cheaply made piece and it'll look great for like six months but it will never be super comfortable and it's going to look very used anyways right and i personally would rather because we bought a property for airbnb this year and both my sofas like i got some chairs new but my sofas which are a bigger ticket item right i bought them off facebook marketplace and i had that like i'm gonna have them cleaned but they're comfortable because when i want people to stay there i want their Like you spend all this money per night, don't you want your butt to feel good? I do. Like, That's why yeah. I own thirteen couches. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because looking for the right. Comfort. I do. We just yeah. for different types of homes and you're gonna feel the difference. Needed. In the yeah. 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 So we need. A, and I, when I have bought used, um, quite often I've bought leather furniture. Yeah. And uh, just because I just like. It, it actually works with kids. And it pets, it's We so. talk about that in a module yeah. coming up, the performance fabrics one, because yeah. this course was actually designed for people to be, you know, initially I started it for young kids, like people that had young kids. But what I've realized is that teenagers are still messy. Adults are still messy. We right. talked a little bit about that last episode. Like right. we just live a more casual, food-friendly yeah. lifestyle. And so leather is stronger than fabric and it's much more wipeable than fabric. Yeah. 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 So- you were saying you bought this leather. So I bought that leather stuff, and it is enormous. Yeah, it's it's ten it's feet a lot long. Of I don't know how physical. deep it yeah. is. It's very deep. Yeah, um, and that is a restoration hardware piece, isn't it? It is, but yeah. I bought it used. Yeah, which well, it's I felt really good about. Cause yeah, it I was, think you should feel good about. It was expensive sure. used, but it was really, really what I wanted. Yeah, it was very hard to move. Um, yeah, and so that's the piece that my husband's going to always. Tell me to go back to floorplanner.com and you make sure that, that that's going to fit. It'll work. I'm not moving that. <laughs> Before again. I pick it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, it works beautifully in that space. And so I want to kind of help people understand the video um, 
sequence because this is the longest module in the course. And so there are, let me count, eight videos in this layout module. And the first one is simply just called layout and talking about, okay, we have our fixed elements like right. the walls, the fireplace, the things that, um, you know, we're, we're probably not moving. Windows. Most people are not going, yeah, windows, thank you, doorways. Unless you're doing a total kind of layout shift of your downstairs right. or your upstairs, you're probably not moving these elements. Right. Um, sometimes people will swap out a window for a bigger window, and and but still, that's a big change, and right. it may shift where your furniture needs right. to go. Right. So um, we talk about the unfixed elements where you've got furniture. Um, you know, as an interior designer, we do renovations for sure. We're not just decorating, but... The furniture is still just the thing that makes everything feel like Together. The, it tells you what the purpose of the room is, the right. furniture. Right. And then the art really is like kind of the final thing that makes it feel like you. But we're not talking about art today. So we're going to stick with layout. <laughs> and so, yeah, so we talk about learning this floorplanner.com software or you could use SketchUp or if you want to pay some money, there are other more sophisticated programs. But SketchUp and Floor Planner both have free options. Right. And so that's what I teach in the course as a way to document your ideas um, so that you don't have to buy things and make mistakes or you don't have to move things and have these errors. And so that's that's the first video. It's just kind of getting into like, okay, what is layout? How am I going to learn it? Um, and, and then video two is just creating your floor plan. And we start – the floor plan is just like if you were a giant and you took the roof off of a house and you look down. What you'd be looking at is the floor plan. It's like where are things from front to back and left to right, but we're not yet looking at things in the 3D. We're not looking right. at the elevations. Right. Um, and, and it's the simplest first place to start messing with, you know, what goes where. Right. All and, your spaces. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you remember this, because this is like where it really starts to get annoying mm -hmm. for people. They have to okay. think. And what it, do you remember what was so annoying in that module? It has to do with like the I needs in the annoyed. room. You weren't annoyed? Oh, okay. With how many needs there are? Yeah. So we talk about like seating yeah. requirements. Right. I think that's first. So again, like that Airbnb, okay. what right. do you how many people do we need to sit here? Right. And are they sitting there every day? So right. we need permanent furniture or because like you, furniture with backs right. or do we need like pop-up like they're here once a week we can do comfortable ottomans or stools for them to or sit pull on a chair in front yeah of pull up a little chair from another room <laughs> right yeah so I, that didn't annoy you to figure out the no not really because good. i mean because i find I'm, it good but a lot I'm of people from don't. a really big family yeah. and then i also have four kids yeah and so i'm actually always thinking about i want everyone to be able to get in here to Visit, visit and be with each other so yeah. i do think about i do think about the seating quite a bit um and so i do still have things i want to resolve in that room with seating even though i have i feel like enough seating yeah i still feel like i can do some extra a little bit visitation more. yeah yeah well that's exciting to hear um because i think your layout is overall like coming right. coming together really beautifully um and so video five is storage requirements so where are we storing no, like not that. just the pretty things that are yeah. out on display because even if it's just on a table like this floral arrangement that's like something that technically has to be stored so right. do we need you know, coasters here or a remote box. And then, of course, we have all the ugly things that we don't want to look at, like right. the board games where someone has torn the cardboard box mm -hmm. apart and, mm -hmm. you know, the blankets that your Nana, like, knit just you and you're just like, I don't, your life. crocheted, like, yeah, you're like, your I don't really want this. laptops and all that stuff from yeah. school. There's, yeah. their kids' 
come with a lot of stuff. They do. So they we have really games do. and we oh, have man. arts and crafts. Yes. We have crafts that aren't for arts and crafts yeah. that are mommy's crafts. And yes. we have, what else do I store in there? School supplies, mm-hmm. tablecloths. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have all of these things yeah. that I need to have a home for. And, and not on display. I don't want to see out. I don't want to see them. And yeah. and closed storage. I mean, for a while with Pinterest, everyone's talking about like Pinterest-worthy no. labeled storage. And you're like, ew, no. Because no. honestly, who wants to sit there and think about where everything – I just want to put it on a shelf. Like, yes, it can have a designated shelf, but I don't want to re- find the label and stick it in the exact – no. I just want to shut it away. Right. Like, right. I don't – I need my kids, and this is part of the – the idea of the course is like everyone deserves at least one room that is both functional or all three things, functional, beautiful, and it cleans up in five minutes right. outside of the kitchen. Obviously, right. things can go very horribly wrong in a kitchen <laughs> sometimes, and it takes a half hour or more to right. clean. But in general, like these rooms should be tidyable, not right. necessarily like spick and span, like right. no dust, but tidy, bubble right. in five minutes in or books, less. You open a drawer, yeah. you put something in it. I yeah. have specific blankets that yes. I want in that room. I know if they're going to be folded over the couch or if they're going to yes. go in the basket. Yeah. I want, I yeah. can just walk in that room and just, yeah. yeah. So right. parents of young kids in particular, if you are trying, if you have kids toys in your, you know, main public areas where everyone gathers, I would say, let yourself off the hook with trying to have like the cubbies and you're never going to teach your kids to pick up that way. This is a hot box for me. I'm like, or or a soapbox for me, a hot topic, hot box, I guess. But yeah, don't just give them a bin that they can shove it all in. Yeah. Beautiful basket. Go to home goods or shout out to Takasunu Senegal. Like I love their baskets and you're supporting Senegalese women. We order from them a lot, but you know, Something beautiful, you can just shove it all in, put the lid on it. And that is how you teach kids to tidy because it's doable. We don't need everything labeled and on display. It's it's a pet peeve I mean, having four kids and my last two twins, um, we had a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah. And there's an age too where I feel like, tell me, because you're ahead of me in your kids are teenagers now. Does the stuff get less or does it grow it's just because like, it's it... contained to their room more okay now. and then that you just then don't go in yeah there. it's not so much in my main living space okay okay as it's now in their rooms mm-hmm. but when they were smaller they were all in the main you know the main living space i am mm-hmm. i was a quite a minimalist with toys though yeah um i really would rather my children use their imagination so yes. i kept very and i don't mean like everything was tan yeah i yeah. just mean <laughs> I just had like building blocks and right. just really basic things yeah. and then have them play outside. Yeah. So I really didn't ever feel like I had too many toys, yeah. but I always had a system yeah. where they just all go together and got put away. So I love that. I think that is goals for what a lot of people want to do, but sometimes the grandparents cannot be restrained. <laughs> so I think if you are struggling with too much of anything, whether it's toys or or books, or whatever, Um, sometimes we like to blame the house, like, oh, I just need a new house, because sometimes we have to purge. And even with my, you know, what would be considered full-service interior design clients, even they in larger, generally larger homes and high budgets, like, 
even they have to purge sometimes. Like years pass, things change. Sometimes we just accumulate too much and a lot of it we're often not using. And so that is part of this layout process too. It's like, okay, this might be what's in the room, but what do we want to stay in the room? What do we want to um, really make space for here? Because space is always at a premium. I don't know anyone. Actually, have you seen that one? The one, that house that's over 100,000 square feet in California. Have you seen it? It's oh, out like a, sure. it's out near uh, San Francisco or LA. I can't remember, but not like it's that. it's crazy big. But even though it's the proportions of everything are big, obviously. Right. So when you're walking through it, y- there's actually not a lot of extra place to just put stuff. Does that make right. sense? Like because the proportions are just so big. I actually think I would never. Uh, I personally would never want to live in a house that big, just because you'd have to. You'd never know if you were home alone. That would be <laughs> like a secret fear uh, that I'd be murdered because the Not murderer so was like, "Well, I just told someone I was the fourth chef on shift for the day, and I'm just <laughs> coming in." So, um, but no. But I have to give that developer and the architect credit. I'm sorry, I don't know their names, but I think they did a good. They made proportionally the space look really good Make it work. but even with that many square feet it's just to prove that it doesn't matter how many square feet you have sometimes we just have too much stuff because that was a more minimal house and it right. was like yeah there wasn't a lot of storage space to just like cram in all the stuff so everyone has to edit that is my right. point and i i will reverse or step off my soapbox now but <laughs> yeah we only have a couple of videos, three videos left to discuss. So um, video six out of the eight is developing your floor plan. Did this part annoy you? Because this is where you kind of figure out, all right, I need this many chairs. And this is where I needed a little more of your help. And yeah. Um, and you do get that with the course. Because, you do get yeah, a free ask, view of your plan. Because yeah. I'm your friend, like yeah. I had no, a little that bit of access yeah. to you. But that was wonder... actually not special. Everyone okay. that I mean, you Good. are special, but that was not special to her. Mm-hmm. Everyone that okay. signs up gets a free review of their plan at this right. point. Okay. And that's when I can say, you know, this is what you might want to consider, or it looks like you've addressed this, but not this. So that's what, what, I, yeah, what are that's we going to do? Was my, yeah, yeah. That's what I appreciated the most yeah. because I, that's where you kind of get intuition it. stops. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, now I need a professional because okay. I'm just this. Was it second to, guessing yourself or what? Cause just honestly, we kind of went more. exactly with what you said. I think the but only I, thing different was that know. we put the console behind the. No, I wouldn't have thought of the secretary. Oh, okay. So she had a chair, you know, and there's some, um, we'll show you right now a before of um, Rebecca's living room, how they had kind of like dumped the furniture in there, how it had to be when they were moving in because they had three sofas. They had to figure out, okay, get this stuff out of the way so we can get all the moving boxes in. Um, And so we'll show you a before. And then here's the after that we landed on after the review that I gave Rebecca. And so you can see... um, where that secretary is in the bottom left-hand corner of this image, um, there had been a chair, an extra chair there. And I don't remember. Why did you want to get rid of the chair? Because it did technically fit, but I think you needed – was it needed more storage? Oh, you just well, it was ugly. It. Okay. And I felt like it was – It was kind of removed from the main yeah, seating. It didn't feel yeah. like a reading chair or yes. a reading nook. It just felt it was like – It main traffic way. What's going on yeah. back there. Okay. 
Yeah. Thank you for it, reminding it, me. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, sometimes a chair or a seating group removed from the main seating group can be really nice and cozy. Right, you can feel like you're in a little but reading nook. where this one had so much traffic going yeah. past it, she's right. It really wasn't, it wasn't giving off that vibe. So. It was brown. And it was brown. We're, so much brown. Yeah. I'm not opposed to brown. Obviously, yeah. I like it because I own a lot of yes. it. Yes. But too much. Too much and in one room. And because I'm yeah. in a rental, I, I can't change yeah. the – that chair railing and down is that right. paneling. I yes. can't change that. So yeah. Okay. And we'll get p- yeah. you pictures um, in future episodes mm-hmm. of the progress and the before. But what she's yeah. saying is she's got, like, drywall and then chair rail molding. And then she's got wood paneling below it. She's also got – which is brown. And then she's got brown brick. And so – and then a big brown restoration <laughs> hardware leather sofa. Right, and so she's dark. like, okay, I'm colorful. Yeah. I need to, to balance. Balance in right. all things, right? Or right. moderation in Right. All so that, that layout, there were a lot of things that we talked about that surprised me that I really wouldn't have thought about. Yeah. Um, and so I still have to implement a lot yeah. of them. I'm. It's just we talk about it. Yeah. And that's faster. Yeah. The process of talking about it is a lot faster than yeah. the process of doing it. Yeah. I still need, I still have a lot to do, but. Yeah. If you're I currently love, taking the course, don't forget right. to, it's lifetime access, but don't forget right. to uh, email me and get that free review because. That was huge. I love that. Yeah. Video seven is the layout or the spacing guidelines. So like hmm. generally we want this much space, you know, in a pathway like or next to. Yeah. And that's yeah. what helps you stop second guessing and so that was part of our review is that i was like well yeah this totally works here because you have enough space it's only the depth of the sofa where you're compressed for a second but it's to get out these doors that she doesn't use very often but also that's what made the initial and i don't even it wasn't even my initial layout that really was where furniture landed yeah but as i sat in that room trying to figure out i didn't know how to get it together yeah but i sat in that room that spacing was really off and so that's what made it feel so uncomfortable is I needed to figure out didn't we end up sorry didn't we end up shoving the sofa a little bit closer to the wall and it bought you some inches yeah there was like a few little tweaks and it was like those inches matter sometimes so um, almost always so okay last video in this module one on layout was called your room in 3d and that's where I show you how to utilize the software to We've looked at it and plan all the spacing left to right, front to back works. Our functions are met with storage and seating and whatever else needs to happen in this room. Now we need to look at it as if we were in the room, um, whether it's in 3D where you're seeing both sides of one thing or if you are two sides of one thing or if it's just in flat elevation where you're just looking at one wall at a time. Um you really can't finish the room without considering, okay, I've laid out my furniture, but what about my art? What do I have like mm. on the walls that when I'm looking at it, it's not just blank. Or sometimes right. if we don't have room for furniture, art is a great thing to put in a corner because it, right. it only comes off the wall a little bit. Um, but yet it creates such a visual, you know, visually it fills the space. Yeah. And so we talk about that, like you can physically fill the space. But you can also visually fill the space. Yeah. And I know technically art is physical, but you know what I'm saying? Like I it's could not do a whole plan. podcast on hanging art. Maybe we will. Yeah. And just the layout of yes. art because that. I love that. It, I, people always ask me or they comment about my decor and I, it just is very natural 
for me to be able to hang all the art that I want. Yeah. But I pack more in than most people. Yeah. I mean, I have more in one room than most people have in their whole house. Yeah. For sure. And we talk about some of the spacing things that you naturally do. We talk about it in the module that's called like, I think it's the kid proof tips or strategies module. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, where it's um or it's day it's decor tips. I can't remember the name of it. It's a, it's like module four or three. Yeah. But either way. Yeah. Yeah. You naturally have a gift there. Like yeah. finding good art, hanging art. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, wouldn't you agree that that really is the thing that like finishes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I don't really have a lot hung right now. And so I I I do I need to f- sit in the space for yeah. a while to see where I feel gaps in yeah. the room and yeah. those gaps I kind of fill with art. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, there's so much more left to come in the course and in the podcast, but I really appreciate you going through this course and sharing your experience because we've had a lot of people go through it, um, but I've obviously never done a podcast before. Yeah. So having someone be able to share it in this depth, I think hopefully will help people recognize like you don't have to hire an interior designer, um, but you can absolutely learn the skills that you a designer can use. It, you can though, tap like, into that and it could become, it could be a hidden superpower for you. There's nothing that I was born with that makes me a great designer. It's my studying of right. the strategies right. and the the rules so I know when to break the rules and when to stay within the rules. Right. Um, and so that's what this course is all about. And so I hope that y'all are gaining some of that knowledge for yourselves by listening and watching this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to our sponsors, Verve Home Furnishings and Tech Painting Co. We will be back next week with another episode of Take Back Your Home. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.